Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com Welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution. March Madness, kids. Wow. It is in full motherfucking swing, Jabes. Isn't it? <laughs> is it? Oh, boy. I don't know. I don't know. I've been watching. Nah, you have. You, you, have. Yeah, you you've, you've watched a couple games. I was into the one seed that yeah. beat the 16th. That's right. Seed. That's right. No. Uh, you you got you to reverse that. Uh, not the even close. The 16th beat the one. 16 beat a one. 16 and I beat knew a one. that. Obviously, um, I knew that. UMBC <laughs> beats Virginia. Virginia, the College of Virginia has had a rough go of it anyways this year. Uh, They should probably go ahead and just shut that whole fucking thing down, to be honest with you. Um, 16th seed has never, ever in the history of college basketball beaten a one seed. To put this in perspective, this this is the equivalent of Miracle on Ice. This is the equivalent of Buster Douglas knocking out Mike Tyson. Um, I I can't understate uh, or overstate how fucking crazy that really is. The spread on that game was close to 30. 30 fucking points. Not only did did Virginia uh, not cover 30 points, but they lost by fucking 20 on top of it. That's a 50-point swing in a college basketball game in Vegas. Yeah, so in Vegas, like what if somebody just put money on it for like, oh, this is my team, this is my school, I know they're not going to win. Yep throw like a hundred yeah. what did they what did they leave with you know you know what's funny i actually have that answer oh <laughs> i figured i actually have that answer because i was curious myself of, that's what i wanted to know we usually go to, to uh vegas for march madness every year and we bet on all the games and i look obviously it is 
it is no secret that I am an Ohio State fan. And I, I if I am there and they're in the tournament, I bet on Ohio State. I don't really care what the fucking spread is. I'm doing it just to do it because it's my team and I want to, I want something to, to root for. You know, I want some money on the line. I want some skin in the game. I want someone to root for. And I figured, I was like, man, there's got to be somebody out there who, who did that for UMBC. There's got to be somebody that went to University of Maryland, Baltimore County. That's what that stands for, by the way. Not even like, I thought the C might have been for college. I didn't know. I didn't know what UMBC stood for. I thought, I thought maybe it was a, like a school in Michigan. Baltimore County, University of Maryland, Baltimore County was, I, I've never even heard of that school until this tournament. Their mascot is the Golden Retrievers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so when, you're, when your mascot is your family pets. Sure. Shit's fucked up. Yeah. Um, because I, I don't know another school where it's like the kittens. Oh, we're the mighty kittens or yeah, and a golden, the golden retriever. The golden retriever is very specific. It's like dumb, can't really do anything, super sweet. Yeah, but but it, it's also <laughs> a, a very specific animal in a, in a part of the world where y- you don't see a lot of golden retrievers roaming the streets of Baltimore. Um, no, no. Or ever. Um so it's it's curious that they'd even pick that. And then it's curious that like, all right, great. Who went to school there and then would be in Vegas at that time that would be able to bet on them? I don't want to hear some fucking weird bookie story or I get a fucking cousin, Sal, that's that's in a garage, you know, uh, down behind the goddamn auto sales building, like who's who's taking bets, uh, you know, jangling some change around in a fucking old tin can of Folgers like uh, there's got to be somebody that 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 had to have been there uh, to verify this story, and there was. There was a, a group of of men who same thing as is is we do go to Vegas every year for March Madness. Uh, they went to UMBC. Uh, they each put in four of them put in two hundred dollars a piece, so it was eight hundred dollars, and they took the money line. Now, why is why is taking the money line important in this story? Because usually if you're betting on a spread on any basketball game, the spread is, is off by here or there. So like, even though you're a fucking massive underdog, if you bet a hundred bucks, you might pick up an extra 60, 70 bucks from betting on that. It's not going to be enough to, to really make a dent. They went in and they put $800, $200 a piece for dudes on the money line, which means there is no spread. That means that jacks your odds through the roof if you are to win. Right. If you were to win. If. All four of them said to a man, there's no fucking way our school is going to beat Virginia. They're the number one seed in the entire tournament. Um, we've never, uh, they've never won a game. They, I don't even know if they've ever been to the tournament UMBC. That's what I was going to ask. So yeah. these guys go every year and they like don't even have their team there. Ever. But ever. they just go. But a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah, of people yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, University of Georgia never has a goddamn sure. basketball team in, the, in, the, in the, the, the March Madness at all. So they go there. They, they take out the money line uh, and, I mean, just take it out altogether. Put $800 down. The, the, the ticket they won, and they couldn't believe it, was the, the, the cage in Vegas could not believe it. Uh, it was $16,800. Between the four of them. Yes. So on that $800 bet, that paid off at $16,800. Um, <gasps> they took that money. This gets even better. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. They took that money, and they said, man, 
we weren't even supposed to win this. Uh, and and the in the game, they're excited from the game. They're all fucking jacked up, and Probably they're like, house. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, they were. They, okay. they said they were drinking all day long for sure. Um, for and sure. they were like, great. Well, what the fuck do we do with this? And so they go over to roulette, and they're like, hey. Let's just take 200 bucks a piece because we don't, we don't want to lose our money. Let's just take 200 bucks a piece, the four of them, get it down to a nice $16,000 we're splitting. Let's just take 200 bucks a piece, better on our favorite number on roulette. No. Number hits. Stop. Boom. They want another $2,000 off of that. Um, they decided to stay in Vegas. Um, Forever. Might as well. <laughs> to live Mine there. Might as well. You could buy a fucking foreclosed <laughs> house for what they, they want off that UMBC game. Uh, and they, they, they took, uh, they're, they're going to take some of the money a little bit. They didn't say what and better on today's game. We're recording on a Sunday. The game is tonight. So they're playing tonight and, uh, they're going to bet that game and see how it goes. I can tell you how that's going to go. What? UMBC is going to lose. Sure. They're going to lose bad to whoever it is. I don't even give what a fuck if, who the school though, is. What if? I, it would be an unbelievable miracle. Would you think and that I they would have? I hope by the time this show airs, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong about this. Would you have said that they had a tiny chance with Virginia? None. Okay. Not even. There you go. Not even the slightest of tiniest chances. Okay. Um, would, I, would I have said they had a chance to beat Virginia? It has never happened in my life, which is why it's, it was such a big deal because I didn't think it ever would. Um, these schools are too small. You reward the number one seeds like this, and there's four of them in the tournament. You reward them by, get, by giving them sheep to fucking slaughter so sure. that way you can move on because you, you, you played hard throughout the entire season. You deserve that seed, and it's kind of like a free pass into the second round is what that game is of like, hey, guys, you've worked your ass off. Congratulations. You're playing University of Maryland, Baltimore County. As long as you don't fuck it up too bad, move on You're, down the line. Yeah, bud. and like th- there's been some games over the years that were close. And, and by me saying close, I'm saying eight points. Where maybe a 16 seed has gotten within eight points of a one seed right. uh, it, as a final score. Um, but, uh, but that's about it. And uh, I, I, I was I, I stunned. I mean, I sat there for two hours after that and was just like, I, I can't believe it. You were fielding like a million texts from people. You saw my phone. My phone. It was like 72 texts or something. My, your... my phone went off like it was the, the fucking alert in Hawaii where, right. hey, we're getting nuked and you should find shelter. It was going off that many times. And I was like, fuck me. Um, and it was all my buddies. And everybody was calling to talk about the same thing. Can you, be- right. can you believe we saw this in our lifetime? Um, since the, the tournament and the inception of all of this shit, we've put in. I, I don't know, six, eight men on the moon. This, sure. this has happened one single time, one single time. Like Buzz Aldrin, that motherfucker was second. Like right. he's at least got like, he was second to do something. I, I don't know when there will be another second to do this. Like I have, I have no idea. Um, and it was astonishing and amazing to see. And, and I, like, frankly, me, I'm, I'm glad it happened in my lifetime. But the reason why I say just got in white Virginia off the map, that, that's where the Charlottesville thing was as well oh, the fucking tiki right. torches and it's that's like right. you can set a tiki torch to that place and just call it a day mm-hmm. uh you, you're, you're between the two of those you're, you're looking at the worst year a college could possibly have next to a penn, penn state like a sandusky type of thing okay. where it's just like jesus man uh once you go ahead and shut her on down bud it's uh it's time right it's time to be all done with that 
Sure. And as a as a basketball program, I mean, I, I don't. The coach came out and talked from Virginia, which I was surprised about. I wouldn't have if I were him. Uh, he, he, I would have said, "Look, guys, why don't you give me an extra day here? Let me let me fucking chill out and and, and grasp what really happened here." Because you saw their point guard for UMBC. <laughs> he was five my, feet, he was my size, maybe maybe five feet. I don't know. I I don't even know because he stood next to a woman who was five three. And right eye to eye, eye to eye with close, her. maybe a little shorter. Sure, I, I, I don't know, um, but uh, yeah, the, the coach from v- Virginia came out and was just like, "Look, we got th- we got our asses thoroughly whooped," and I like if, uh, that's something you fire the coach over ASAP, probably before he gets on the plane. I wouldn't even let that motherfucker get on the plane, and that's happened before in college basketball, oh, where you, you have a loss that bad, they don't let you get on the plane. They're like, "Hey, oh, hey, bud, dead serious." Why? Yeah. Pack it on up. Because <laughs> ridiculous. You don't deserve to ride home with the fucking team oh. on that. Like, mm-hmm. pack your shit on up. Call your wife. Tell her you're going on vacation ASAP because you're out of the tournament. You got nothing else to do. Right. Um, you might as well fucking get some fly fishing in in Montana is what you might as well do there. But but uh, it was awesome to see. And, and it was, man, that this was is where incredible. I, this is where I get juiced because... I would watch, you know, the Baltimore County game because, like, how amazing would that be? Like, oh, oh, if they that, won again? That's or? when I get juiced because I'm like, man, is it just, can these kids really, like, go off pure adrenaline and, like, you know what I mean? No. Drive. Uh, no. And pat- no. They're playing at fucking uh, 745 tonight. So the show drops about 15 minutes after the show. We won't have this answer, but uh, they're playing Kansas State. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. No. I, I mean, if, right, if, if, if they right. do, God bless them, man. I'll, right. I'll, I'll buy a fucking T-shirt and wear it on the next show. If sure. their website is up. Their website crashed at halftime during the game. Because they were they were tied at half, twenty one twenty one, which is a child score. Sure. Against the top ranked team in the entire nation, you're tied twenty one twenty one, which is, I, I mean, I would say the last time because I played basketball as a kid, um, the last time I was involved in a twenty one twenty one score at halftime, I, I was in sixth or seventh grade. I, I think our our final scores were somewhere in those numbers. Um, so I, I, you're playing at a sixth grade level. Uh, as a one seed, the top the top team in the entire tournament. Um, so, so they can they can fuck straight off Virginia. That that was that was crazy, but it was awesome to see. And uh, look, hats off to to UMBC because it was incredible. I'll be watching their game tonight for sure, just to see it. But if they're not down by you know fifteen and a half, I'd be shocked. Um, the other one is is uh, uh, this Loyola Chicago team with with Sister Jean. Sister Jean was trending number one on Twitter last night. Uh, she's been dishing out prayers uh, before the game. She's gathering the team together inside the locker room, making everybody hold hands. She's giving uh, a 98-year-old nun is giving a pep talk to the guys. Uh, they're, uh, I want to say, a, maybe a 11 or a 13 seed. Um, and they're in the Sweet 16 now. They won last night on a buzzer beater over the uh, That's right. the third ranked uh, Tennessee Volunteers in, in that in that bracket. And uh, Sister Jean started trending number one. They're shipping her off. Their next game is in, in Atlanta. She's she'll be there for the game in Atlanta. And um, it's been 
it's been awesome to see what those guys have done. But even like a like Loyola, Loyola Chicago, I'm familiar with like all the the Loyola schools. There has been some Loyola schools over time that have making runs at shit. Um, and especially like, look, you're in Chicago. You got some decent players there uh, who might have had some trouble getting into some bigger universities. So it's like, all right, that one I can kind of understand. Um, this this UMBC though is is phenomenal, uh, absolutely phenomenal, and uh, can't wait, can't wait to watch the game. We got some sponsors to pay for this whole fucking shit to be on the air, and uh, let's get to them, shall we, James? We shall. Uh, first and foremost, talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. You heard them at the top of the show. They're our chief sponsor for Ross Patterson Revolution. For all of 2018, they've got the finest coffee in the biz. Go to blackriflecoffee.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off, and find out what I'm talking about. Get into the coffee club. Um, I get this shit delivered to my house every month on the same dates, and it's magic every time. I don't have to leave. It's $4 cheaper than Costco, and it tastes better. Um, I don't know. What, what the fuck was that shit we were getting before? Um... Like a black, like a mountain, black mountain or yeah, something? Yeah, <laughs> like, like a green mountain is what it green was. Green mountain. Green mountain. Uh, and Keurig owns that brand. It's like, meh. Fucking shit. It might as well water. have been water. Yeah. Water. And it was, you know, you're drinking it, shitting through a screen door, popping in 3K cups to equal one. Um, they just fucking tired of it. Um, these guys, veteran owned company came out, knocked it out of the, the fucking park with, with uh, Black Rifle Coffee. Uh, I look, we get down on two blends, the just black and the caffeinated as fuck, but there's a million of them on there. Um, if you go to their website, go to blackriflecoffee.com, uh, join it, join the club, use the promo code revolution for a one-time use of 20% off. Find out what I'm talking about. Their perils uh, second to none as well. Wear that shit all the time, man. I love it. Next up, we've got strikeforceenergy.com. Strikeforce energy. Uh, man, I'm on it today. I'm I am fucking riding dirty uh, with Strike Force. Got it all over my my inner thighs. Just really fucking juiced up about today. Needed more energy than than typical today. Fucking boom boom. Pop a couple squirts into my fucking drink and I'm alive. Um, Frankenstein alive. Uh, they got four amazing flavors. They got orange, original, make America grape again, and uh, and I believe lemon. Lemon's the other one. Nah. If if you get it, you better not get a lemon. <laughs> what is that? Some fucking Pat Kabbalah. I think. Yeah, some car commercial. Uh, go to strikeforceenergy.com. Get yourself a tasty tiny little tin pouch. Rip it open, squeeze it into any liquid available, um, and you're on your way. Last last longer than five hour energy. And uh, the the fucking boxes of this shit is nine ninety five. Promo code Revolution on on strikeforceenergy.com. You get twenty percent off, and uh, it's almost like you're stealing it. Nine ninety five for this shit. Um, fuck, fuck me. I also got a 750 milliliter bottle that just, uh, rests on your, your countertop or bar top. You can boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and fucking go, which is nice. That's a nice thing. Go to strikeforceenergy.com, type in the promo code revolution for 20% off. Next up, we got straightrazors.com. There it is. There it is, James. Straightrazors.com is the premier 
shaving kits in the biz. They got everything to, to, to be a fucking man. Uh, they get shampoos. They got conditioners. They got beard oils now. They got mustache waxes. Uh, they're straight razors, dude. Get, get your baby fucking smooth and on your day. If you're looking for a nice gift for a dude in your life, a bro, a dad, or whatever, get it, get him a, a straight razor kit and, uh, and it'll look like you took the time and spent some time on him. Go to straightrazors.com. Just try their aftershave smolder. Fuck. Try one bottle of that. I use it every goddamn day. It's amazing. Uh, type in the promo code revolution for 20% off at straightrazors.com. And uh, and get wet, get wet, get your face wet. Uh, throw some shaving cream on there and fucking straight raise up. Last but not least, talking about the Caillou app. It's K A Y U. It is available now. I've been cock teasing you for a long time. Um, it's out. Their uh, their party was a huge success in St. Patrick's Day. Um, everybody who had the Caillou app in Charleston was was raging, drinking for free. Pulling their dicks out, having a great goddamn time. What it is, is it's a travel, uh, lodging, fucking sexual encounters, you name it. Whatever you want it to be, it's there. Find people with your said-like interest. And, it, and, and why do I say it's travel? Because if you're going somewhere, if you're going to a concert, if you're going to a, a, a goddamn cruise, whatever it is, uh, you can split the cost. Find people, split the cost, get together. Uh, if you want to go to a gun range, fucking, you know. Buy a bunch of weird shit and blow it up. Like, find people, get together, do it. Go to Caillou, uh, K A Y U. It's a free app, no strings attached. Free app, try it. Tell me what you think. Hit me up. Let me know. Go to Ross Patterson Revolution Facebook page. Uh, give me a fucking few words of your advice and let me know how you liked it, uh, how it shook out. Uh, but in the meantime, just try it. Download it for free. Um, I wanna, I wanna really start the show with. With something I am fucking angry about to no end, Jabes. Okay. Um, Sounds scary. Sh- it's not. Um, it, uh, it's scary for humanity. It's scary for, for men in general. It's scary if you're a fucking dude out there uh, of what's going to happen in this life. Um, and I'm talking about this, this Katy Perry controversy. Um, did you hear about this? No. Ah, uh, you're going to love it. So on the show on American <laughs> Idol... Um, this kid did really well in his audition. His name is Benjamin Glaze. I'm going to get his name out there. I'm going to get it out there wide and far. Because uh, it's, it's, it's people like this who are going to fuck it up for the rest of us. Going to fuck it up for the rest of, of, of mankind going forward. He auditioned for American Idol. Did great. Passed through. Uh, came up to, to fucking... To the desk, you know, usually people give, them a, give, give you a hug. Welcome to Hollywood. Leans in to Katy Perry. Katy Perry leans over to give him a kiss. She kissed him on the lips instead of the cheek. He comes out, Benjamin Glaze, 19 years old, by the way. Oh, my God. 19 years old and said that uh, the experience, this is what he told the New York Times, left him feeling uncomfortable. I wanted to save my first kiss from my first relationship. I wanted it to be special. Uh, Glaze said he was hoping for a shot at superstardom in his audition. And uh, uh, Luke Bryan, you know Luke Bryan, obviously, yeah. jokingly asked him a question. Have you ever kissed a girl and liked it? Because um, that's that's obviously Katy Perry's song. Sure, it's all um, tying together. Yeah. Nothing, nothing weird out of the ordinary. And he said that I, I can't you know, kiss a girl without being in a relationship. 
uh, Perry, uh, you know, asked Glaze over for a kiss on the cheek. And uh, well, they got, the kid thought it. She gave him a kiss on the lips. And that was it. You know, harmless, harmless fun. You're on American Idol. Like, come Your on, Your first man. kiss was Katy Perry. If no that's shit. not special, I don't know what. I don't either, bud. Uh, <laughs> Benjamin Glaze. I, I can promise you this, though, because um, I'm, I'm looking at this little fuck boy right now. I know. I can promise you this, bud. Your, anybody who kisses you for the rest of time will never, ever be as goddamn hot as Katy Perry is. Promised. I can promise, promise you promise under no certainty, unless you hire a fucking prostitute or, or uh, a porn star or something, you save up all your money the rest of your life. Cause he's not on American Idol anymore. He didn't make it through the next round. You bet. Um, well, no, cause he only bitched about it after. Ah, uh, yeah. He was gone from American got Idol. You, got you. Keep it this going, shit, this buddy. This shit is taped. This, this shit is taped. Um, so far in advance, right, usually, right. you know, almost a year, uh, cause you do these auditions all around the country and, and, you know, there's thousands of kids. You got to fucking edit it, all that shit. Um, I can, I, I, I can promise you, bud, that Katy Perry, that this is the greatest and last and hottest kiss of your life. Um, now you're going to go out and tell the New York times all the, like all this that you felt uncomfortable. Uh, fuck you, bro. Fuck you for ruining it for the rest of us. And as a woman, that's really insulting because we're like, you don't get to have that. Like, you don't get to. It's not the same. I promise you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not the same. You were not threatened. Uh, no. Your uh, position was not threatened. You didn't feel like she could manhandle you and hurt you. The, it's the, not the same. The other thing that, that, that shocked me was about this. This has been going on for a couple of days now. And I'm like... It was one of those things I, I turned a blind eye to it at first where I was like, this can't be true. Like, this has got to be like through somebody else, somebody else. And then it ended up being in the New York Times and the guy, the, this kid fucking Benjamin Glaze did a goddamn interview about it. Um, but then people went to once this the, the New York Times piece dropped, people went to social media to complain about the Me Too movement, focusing so much attention on the treatment of women. And they're saying, had Perry been, a, you know, Katy Perry been a, a male judge. And a, he was a female contestant. The behavior would have been viewed as assault, as a sexual assault. No, it shouldn't have been on either fucking side. And, and this this fucking guy who's just a goddamn bitch for doing this. Like, are you are you joking me? You're 19 years old, and Katy Perry wants to to kiss you. Are are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? God damn it! You take that and run with it. Yeah. Fuck, try to get her number. Yeah. Try to take her home after that. She just got divorced. She's fucking batshit crazy at 32 years old. Right. Because her fucking ex-husband was into wheelchair porn that she didn't know until she got involved. I'm talking about Russell Brand. Sure. Got involved in that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the perfect point in your life as a 19-year-old male to step in and be like, hey, Car- hey Katie, I'm a nice fucking dude. Uh, let's get together and fucking figure shit out. Right. Um, instead, you went and you were a little bitch to the New York Times saying that your fucking life is ruined. Guess what, bud? Uh, I'm going to give you some life lessons here. At 19, with the way you look and the way your hairline is currently based at 19 years old. Oh, it's gone. 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 You, you can forget about that. Bye bye. By 24, I think he'll be bald. Clean oh, bald. Clean bald. Yeah. Clean bald. Or it's it, it, he'll have that fryer tuck look. 
um, where <laughs> it's it's going to be the Bozo Ring. Bozo Ring, yeah. Bozo Ring, Friar Tuck, wh- whatever you want to call it. Sure. Um, he'll be Friar Tucked up, Bozo Ringed out. And, uh, you know, th- like it'll be the type of ring where, you know, people are throwing fucking ping pong balls in the goddamn metal buckets. Um, and he's, <laughs> right, that, right. That, that's, that, that's where he's at. Kids so you, parties. You're going to be shut out of women by 24, 25. Mm-hmm. Cause l- I'll be honest with you. There's no, there's no respectable hot girl in her fucking early twenties. Who's looking for that guy who's already bald going, Ugh, that's the catch I've been waiting for. That's the big one. That's the fucking jaws on the end of this, this boat that I'm, I'm looking to harpoon and take home. It's not going to be you, Ben. Um, so you, you fucked yourself there. So you've got the, the clock is ticking right now. You got about five years to get married, but chances are, if you haven't kissed anybody at all, according to to the, your, your your interview in the New York Times article, uh, you weren't doing too well with the ladies, anyways, Ben. Uh, so I can tell you that five years is going to come and go uh, real goddamn quick. And then after that. Um, you're going to have to settle for something even way worse down the line. We're talking threes and fours here at that point uh, of, your, of your life. Unless you find somebody who, who's just like, oh, my God, I, I, I just love you for who, for who you are. Uh, you didn't make it past the first round of American Idol. And then you bitched about it and like then you, a little bitch. Yeah, you bitched about uh, you know getting a, a kiss from Katy Perry. I don't know what girl... That's not a, again because I'm I'm going by numbers here on a three or four level that that is gonna be like eh all right yeah that that's the guy I'm really looking for so he's he's probably looking at about a three or a four in his life um, going forward he's gonna look back at this and say oh my god what the fuck is wrong with me because um, whatever the the ugly girls that he's got to fucking now entail for the rest of his life and deal with and whatever one he settles down with, he's going to look himself in the mirror the rest of his life and say, it's not Katy Perry. The only thing he's going to have to drag off to is that fucking kiss. That one kiss. Um, and, and that's it for, for the rest of his life. For the rest of us now, now it ruins somebody like Katy Perry, who's what? What is she, 30, 32 years old, somewhere in there? She's 33, 34. Uh, that's fine. 33, 34. Fine, we're gonna we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that number. A hot ass, vulnerable, 33, 34 year old woman with huge tits who's worth a gajillion goddamn dollars com- comes at you and, and kisses you. You, oh, you deflect that and say that your life is ruined and now your first kiss has been ruined and you wanted it to be special. Now it's gonna ruin it for the rest of the crazy. 33, 34 year old hot ass women out there who are going to find a 19 year old and, and going to be like, you know what? Let's give him a little peck in the beak. See what happens. Just give him a, a little, a little kiss, figure out where this goes. Like that's gone now. Cause people are going to be reading this going shit. Katy Perry can't get get away with it. The, the fucking 33, 34 year old girl who's spending seven days a week at Pilates who just got recently divorced. She's not going to do that to somebody else. And that's also going to extend itself over into the teachers because um, that, that other shit with the, with the teacher shit that I keep reading, like that, that keeps getting me more and more angry over and over again. Just that, that another hot-ass teacher got popped for sucking off a, a student and, the, and then the girl from Melrose Place last week. What? Oh, my God. The hottest one on Melrose Place. And we just talked about Melrose Place a couple weeks ago uh, with Heather Locklear, right? Yep. Heather Locklear wasn't the hottest one on Melrose Place. It was the brunettes. The brunettes, who was the bitch of the show. Okay. Smoke show. 
ridiculously hot. Okay. She fucking, uh, she got popped. A guy came out and said uh, that, that she, he was like 17 years old, 16 or 17 years old. She was like 32, 33, same age as Katy Perry. The mm-hmm. exact same story. Mm-hmm. She ends up fucking sucking his dick. And then he tells on her and comes out with this Me Too story 20 years later of the hottest girl on Melrose Place sucked my dick when I was 17 years old. And I'm, I, it's, it's really traumatized me. What? Yeah. What? I, I hope that lawsuit, because I haven't read the lawsuit. Usually I try to. I at least try to get my hands on it before I talk about this shit. I, ha- I haven't read this lawsuit or the, or the, the police complaints, but it better said, it, it better have said in this fucking complaint, it ruined my life because no one hotter the rest of my life has sucked my dick like the hot girl on fucking Melrose Place. Like that's what that complaint better have read. Because now it's ruined it for the rest of us. Like, and I'm saying us, as in males, males growing up, like as a, as a dude, you know, you're 14, 15 years old, heading through high school. Uh, that's what you're praying for. You're praying for a Katy Perry. You're praying to fuck your teacher. You're praying for the, the hottest girl on Melrose place to suck your dick. And that's a dream come true. Keep it to yourself. Keep it buried way down deep inside, but don't come out to the public and ruin it for the rest of the male species. Now going forward, like, Fuck, everybody's going to be cautious about this stupid shit. Um, Don't fucking tell. Don't tell on anybody. Don't tell on your fucking hot-ass teacher. Like, enjoy the greatest experience of your life and move on with it because it's not getting any better, bro. Like, oh, my God, this fucking guy. Like, what would you say this guy, as a girl, looking at this dude on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you say his looks are? I mean, he's a... Four at best, at best, but he's like a young, dorky, four skinny, four where it's like, mate, you're young, maybe you'll like, I, I don't know, just like, no, nothing. I would, I don't look at him sexually in, in any way, and I don't think a lot of girls will. <laughs> he just looks like a little boy, I, I, like a little boy that will always look like a weird little boy. Oh my god, I, like. I'm just infuriated by it, infuriated. And I told you, like, I, I told you my story. I've told this story on the podcast, too, about my buddy who was fucking the babysitter. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've told that story. The hot-ass babysitter mm-hmm. for, I mean, that went on for two or three years. Yeah. He kept it, kept it way down deep inside um, and just enjoyed the shit out of it. Right. As well he should, as, as all of us at lunch at the lunch table were just like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And he, I would say he's a four. Like he, he was, he was one of my good friends. He was a four, right? He was a fucking four. He knew he was a four and he knew like, Oh my God, this is, this is, this is the, the, the best that I could possibly do. Did it ruin his life? Probably. Cause now he looks back on it. It's oh, like, yeah, Oh yeah. shit. I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. Shit. Yeah. My life will never, like he peaked. He peaked at fucking 14 years old, 16. I think he yeah. peaked. He's done. Like yeah. the rest of his life now, like, uh, and, and, and again, I feel bad for saying this, but like I've seen his wife and everything, or whatever. It was not as hot as this babysitter was. Sure. Um, he peaked. He peaked too young. And I'm sure every day he gets up and he's just like, God damn it, man. I fucking peaked. Um, peaked. 20, yeah, but imagine if you like talk shit ago. about it and went to New York Times and you also peaked. Like mm. that would be like even worse. Like if you keep it to yourself, like that's an experience that you had. Rogan talks about his sometimes, but just in a way that's like Rogan had one. Yeah. His babysitter like 
molested him, I guess. But he was no like, no way. But he was like, was it? He's like, I don't know. We just fucking fooled around. Like it was weird. She was so much older, but like, I don't know. Like whatever. Yeah. You know. Whatever. And then he had like close calls with guys, which like I'm sure every guy kind of does where it's like the older guy that like went fishing with you or like was a coach or something and you maybe didn't know and you weren't the one that he like molested but he had like a weird vibe you had brushes with that all over right you know what i mean everybody does and you're like either it happened or like almost happened or whatever but yeah and he doesn't look back on it like I was molested. It's Rogan. So he's like, yeah, fucking it was weird, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. I, it's just, oh boy. I, I, I can't even fucking deal with it. <laughs> like he's like, it didn't mentally like fuck me up. I don't like think about it now in a way that's like, oh God. Fuck. It just like happened. I remember because like that around that age, you, you, freshman year of high school is what you are, you know? Freshman year of high school is what you are. I remember these, these, uh, they used to have these chicks come in and talk to us at school, uh, at high school that were just out of college and they just got their first job. Um, I think they were like bank tellers. The first ones that came in were like bank tellers and they came in and talked to us about, you know, what it's like working at a bank and, and all of this shit. And it's, uh, I don't want to say it was like a career day, but kind of, mm-hmm. it kind of tell you what, what happened in the outside world. And, uh, I, every time religiously I would hit on them to no end. And that was my dream. And like, I was the only one of my friends who could speak up and I, I, cause I'm, I talked as fast as this back then. Like nothing has changed in my personality, uh, as far as being quick and all that other shit back then. So I talked exactly like this then at like 15 and I was just, uh, you're praying for a moment like that. Um, not to go American Idol again, but you are. It, it, it is a moment like this, like and Kelly girls Clarkson. girls do too. Like I had crushes on fucking yeah. teachers. Like I will say this though. I had a crush on a teacher. I think it was middle school or freshman. Same kind of deal. Freshman. For some reason you think that like it could possibly happen, which like you're a baby. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like they're being nice to you, but in your mind you're like, ah, I could, I could do it. Yeah. Um, obviously nothing happened, but once I, I moved to Vegas, I was living out there and I was a waitress. Right. Bartender. How old are you at this point? Now I'm like 21, 22. Okay. Maybe 23, 22, I think. And, um, the teacher that I was like, thought I had, you know, was super into comes in, um, is in Vegas partying, comes to the bar and is like full on hitting on me. And like gets my number and wants to like party afterwards. Like how old is he at this point? He was like a younger teacher. So like I'm guessing maybe like what? 37 ish, 38, 40. I don't know. Maybe 40. And I was like, it was, it was too much. I couldn't like do it. Cause I was like, Oh, this is weird. Right. Like now it's weird. Sure. And I wonder if like it had happened back in the day, I would be like, Oh, this is weird. Like I you think know. you want to, but whatever. Um, but I thought that was kind of, that's my claim to fame. Okay. That they actually came full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And wanted to actually hang out with me. And I was all, nah, I can't do nah, it. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Can't do it, dude. Yeah. Um, but I didn't feel uncomfortable at all. It wasn't like, oh my God. You know, like, but no. It's yeah. just a thing that happened or didn't happen. Well, better luck next time, Jabes. You know? No, it was my luck. I just didn't want to. It was too much. Wow. It was too weird. Better luck next time. 
But it didn't, you know, it's no big deal. Eh, better luck next okay. time. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll time. do it next time. Yeah. So next time it's, you know, in, the, in whatever life that is, because let's because you have to go back now. And that's the thing is you can't go back. Can't go back in time. This fucking guy can't go back in time. My buddy can't go back in time. Like that's it. And that's, that's what's being ruined now from this fucking dipshit. He's ruining it now. And one day he's going to look back and wish he could go back in time and change him being a little fucking baby, a little fucking baby cocksucker who ruined the Katy Perry fantasy for everybody. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. And that is at that age, that is just the type of crazy you're looking to get into for a few weeks. Oh, sure. God damn it, man. Sure. So to Benjamin Glaze, he can go fuck himself. Um, and, uh, to anybody else that's out there listening, like, please, please know as a male species, Benjamin Glaze is not one of us. Um, look, there's traitors in this life. There's going to be Benedict Arnold. There's going to be all kinds of fucking people like that. Um, Benjamin Glaze is one of them. Please don't lump the rest of the male species into this because we are definitely not supportive of this. And whoever these motherfuckers online are in social media who, who are outraged about the fucking shit burn your burn your entire social media down delete delete your accounts like um just put one mitten on and go fucking march and do whatever the fuck it is you do because you're not wanted on this earth anymore uh and i and i can't really can't emphasize that enough you know Mm -hmm. and i don't know if i did a good job of it oh no you uh, really did i can really yeah, I yeah, can really yeah. feel. Um, I felt your like it was thorough from beginning to end. Good, good, because mm-hmm, I, I mm-hmm, felt like it was mm-hmm. thorough. Yeah, and I really want to get this point across. Yeah, I uh, probably I would say about maybe fifteen listeners sent me that New York Times story, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "What? What? What?" Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there you have it. Uh, next up on the fucking hit list, which I I predicted this. Um, a while back, not for this person, but for comedians in general. The first one is is back out of the gates, who is coming back out of out of showbiz hell. Because uh, I think I think some of these people from the, the Me Too movement will be like Louis C.K. I've said will be back in you yeah. know, six months a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be back doing shows, and, and he'll be huge. Uh, Kathy Griffin is back. Ah, mm. how did that happen? Don't know. Uh, don't know why or whose decision that was or if she was out of money or, or what the final verdict was, but she decided she was going to do eight stand-up shows. Um, I, I thought she wanted to and she was blacklisted from everywhere. And that was her like crying and being I, like, I, I have to work. I have, I, it's my support, my whole family. That's what I thought. Um, not, not the case. Okay. Not the case. Um, she, uh, and, and again, I thought, I thought her manager and agents had dropped her and all that shit or, um, so I don't know who books this. Cause it's, it's not like a normal comedian can just call up venues and, and book it out. There's too much involved insurance contracts. Trust me. I, I I've done these fucking shows. Like there's too much involved in it. Um, and, uh, in, in, in safety. Like you don't want something somebody fucked up coming into these events, you know, trying to fucking blow people away because of of what they believe in or or how angry they are at Kathy Griffin still for cutting off, you know, a fake Trump head and dangling it on a fucking magazine cover. Yeah. Um uh cuz again <laughs> again, 
Had that been anyone else with Obama's head, you can bet for sure they never would have worked again. Uh, they wouldn't. Yeah. They wouldn't be living in this goddamn country. I can tell you that the mob would have been out quick after that. Yeah. But somehow she she gets booked. She's doing eight shows, and uh, she the first one is at, at, at Carnegie Hall. Yep, big venue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about I would say I haven't been there in a while, but I I'd ballpark it around three thousand. And it's sold out. Sold out in one day. Yeah, one day. She sold it out. Because she's going to talk about it. Not only is she going to talk about it, but I have a feeling most of her fans are anti-Trump people. Yes. So now there is going to be a big market, the same one that everyone else is exploiting in the anti-Trump era of Stephen Colbert, uh, The Daily Show, Saturday Night Live, all these avenues. Now you're going to have somebody like Kathy Griffin's like, oh, fuck, because she was... She posted a fucking message on uh, Twitter and she was like, I can't believe this. I'm shocked. I didn't think I would sell any tickets. I didn't either. And then once she sold out at Carnegie Hall, I was like, where was this? Oh, Carnegie Hall, New York. All right, cool. I was there for the the day after the election, the protest Mm -hmm. and all this shit. Everybody is trying to congregate and rally around people who are anti-Trump. They're going to pay and go do it just so they can hang out with other people who are like them, uh, who might talk shit about them. That, that is where the biggest fucking cash cow for all of these performers is, is, is. It's all on Donald Trump now. And if he's gone in two years, they, every, all of these people are fucked. Because yeah. like I, I think uh, B- Biden really wants it, by the way. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the ones that they're, they're, they're talking about now uh, are, are down to Biden, uh, Bernie Sanders, and this and Kamala Harris, who I've right. talked about before. How old is um is Biden? Biden's seventy four. That's a bit. I believe he'll That's be seventy six. That doesn't old. matter. That's pretty old. Doesn't matter. Um, you can run and run whether people are going to support you or sure, not. Sure, I'm just story, saying. But for me, I think that's a bit. Bernie Sanders, though, same thing. He's fuck. Yeah, true. He'll be like seventy eight. Uh, Kamala Harris is young. She's super young. Mm-hmm. But uh, she Just comes so. off so bitchy. I don't. Yeah. I don't know that she would make it through the primaries. No. To be honest with you, but uh, look, you, you, you could end up with either of them. Whoever gets in out of if it was Bernie Sanders or uh, Biden, it, it's going to politics will go back to the same boring thing, and uh, you're going to yeah, have and these people won't have a daily thing to talk about, no, a daily thing to it'll, joke about. It'll all be done. It'll all yeah, be fucking go done. back to normal. So with that, keeping that in mind with Kathy Griffin, it's almost like she's striking in at the right time where it's like, hey, fuck, welcome back. Because now now you know who your audience is. Mm -hmm. Um, That's that's the hardest part, too, is figuring out who your audience is and why. Now you're going to know who it is. So these eight shows are going to turn into 18 shows and then 28 shows and then fucking I I can see her doing 50 shows out of this. Yeah. but picking select places like San Francisco, uh, Seattle, Boston, New York. Um, if she keeps it around those areas, yeah. she'll be fine. Yeah, don't she'll go, be fine. Don't go um, middle America. No, definitely don't go to any red states. Keep yeah. it keep it to where this base is. Uh, you'll have a lot of support there. People will be amped to see you. She already had the gay community. Yeah. Um, which is, is still surprising to me. 
because it took Obama, what, seven years to fucking legalize gay marriage. And even then, like Democrats, you know, just didn't want to see that fucking happen. And then they eventually kind of get forced into it. Mm-hmm. So th- like that, that, that's kind of surprising to me. And that fact of like, oh, shit. Um, but fuck, I, you know, you stick to your cities, know your audience. She'll be fine. She'll be fucking fine. You sell out Carnegie Hall in one day. I can tell you if she had to book this on her own, she didn't have an agent or manager. There's a, there's a thousand booking agents now calling her saying, hey, I'll be goddamn happy to take all that money. Yep. Um, and, and take those agency yep. and, uh, and management fees. But, uh, but now, now that the first domino has fallen and everybody comedian wise who's in the, involved in the rest of the shit, like the Me Too thing, is probably looking at these numbers going, well, <laughs> I could come back. As long as I find my audience, yeah, like, I talk about what happened so yeah, exactly. in a way that's yep. like really just addressing it straight away. Yeah. Get Cosby back up there. Well. <laughs> I, okay. Too much. Too much. Yeah, too too the, close. Yeah. It might be a stretch, but I heard he's performing. <laughs> no, he is performing, but really like, I don't know how many times he did, but it was a really like get up out of nowhere and like kind of surprise people yeah. <laughs> who didn't know they were going to see Well, look, it, it, he's known for getting up out of nowhere and surprising <laughs> people. So um, that, that shouldn't Even have been a shock they, to anyone. They couldn't get up. Yeah. Even though they, they couldn't get up. He did. Um, I th- but, but here's what sets the stage for me then. I say Louis C.K., as far as the Me Too guys, he'll be the first out of that and he'll do it in New York. Um, I think New Yorkers, since he's a New Yorker, diehard New Yorker, um, I think he'll fucking, you know. Yeah. He'll be there. Yeah, but I, they're I, also diehard me too, so. I don't he, know. He wasn't making fun of Trump. He was like really hitting at the liberals. But, um, I, but, but I mean, he jacked off in front of people. Sure. That, that is a situation where you could leave. It's fucking Louis C.K. One of them was on the phone. Oh, when I was on the hang telephone, up. It, 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 hang up the phone, <laughs> um, it, hang up. Girl. It was, uh, yeah. Chappelle who talked about it, who was just like, Hey, Chappelle in, in his last stand up special on, on Netflix was like, leave. Somebody's jacking off in front of you. Just leave. Yeah. It's fucking creepy. Believe like, or hang up the fucking phone. Um, I think that's one of those that will, everybody will be like, yeah, great. Cause I, I can see Louis CK getting on stage talking about jacking off in a really hilarious way in front of people. And then that'll be it. He'll be back. He's always been self-deprecating and a little bit strange and into some weird shit and like talks about like just being depressed and jacking off all the time anyways. Yeah. That's like a lot of his act. Right. (laughs) And then eating ice cream or something. So if he gives it enough time, I think he's one that could possibly come back. It just depends on um, his audience. Like he might do well where Kathy Griffin wouldn't. Yeah, I, I to don't know. Where but it's like people are like, it's cool. You yeah. Know? Like, we get it. We hear you. I think he's next. Um, I was surprised that Kathy Griffin was first out of this, this whole charade, if you will. Because she seemed like she was going nuts. Shaved her fucking head. Um, yeah. And I uh, was like, I'm not wearing makeup. This is the real me and all this other shit. She looks terrible, by the way. I mean, absolutely fucking awful. She looks yeah. like a, a young Ronald McDonald. Or no, I'm an older Ronald McDonald. She um, would not disagree with you, though. She knows it. She does. Yes. Has she it's said her it? Main, it's her main like thing. It's one of her like um, 
in her early days her act was just like she did all she talks about all the work that she's had done that she's like just trying to like look like a normal person she's not a good looking person it's been her thing you know um and she's just trying to put a little paint on the barn trying to make it (sighs) acceptable you know she doesn't by any means be like i'm looking good like she's like very open about all the millions of things she has to do to like look acceptable. She didn't do herself any favors by cutting all her hair off into a bowl cut, yeah. uh, especially as a redhead. Yeah. Boy, go find her video. Cause I watched her video last night about, you know, thanking her fans and shit. And I was like, Oh boy. Didn't even want to throw a bit of rouge on there. Nothing. Yeah. And, and I mean, you see every ounce of her and she looks, she looks uh, like the fucking woman who, who, you know, jumped off the Titanic. Yeah, she's almost 60, too. Is she really? Mm-hmm. How old is she? 57. Fuck. Anyway, she looked, she looked terrible. Uh, <laughs> didn't even bother putting makeup or anything else on. I, I, I still, and you were the only one who can answer this, I still don't, don't understand why any woman or every woman gets their fucking hair cut off during a traumatic experience. Oh, yeah. Well, I was just going to say, what did I tell you? It's all, it all has to do with like just completely changing breakup her mental breakdown it's always like britney spears what did she do shaved her yeah head. shaved her fucking head so it's every, like every one of these of girls like, i'm just Rose mcgowan mm-hmm. fucking everyone mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just gonna shave my head and fucking cut off all my hair and that's gonna be it and it's like it's one of the biggest immediate changes that completely changes everything that you can do as a woman i don't recommend it but that's exactly where it comes but from But why like you look terrible there is not Look, and I'm a big Charlize Theron fan. Like, she couldn't be any hotter. Uh, she, she has a, a fucking bob cut, but it was for a movie. Mm-hmm. And it was like, all right, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathy Griffin wasn't doing a goddamn movie. No. Um, but even Charlize Theron, I was like, oh, can we just grow that out? You want to? Can we? Right. Can we grow that up? Can, can we grow that up? Right. And then having done it before, because I've had, I, I wouldn't say I don't have long hair. I, I have... I have hair past my ears, you know, mm-hmm. um, standard fucking white guy haircuts. Takes a long time, though. Uh, yes, <laughs> it does. And I shaved it off after uh, we did, what was it, Range 15? It was all dyed blonde. Yeah. Um, dyed black on the sides and like, you know, for the movie. And then I shaved it all off and I was like, ah, I, I'd like to have it longer again. It took a fucking year to get it past the ear. So yeah. forget about like these women who are going shoulder length. God damn, you're looking at what? What would you say? Two, two and a half years, probably. Yeah, two and a half years, depending on like how old you are, too, because it grows slower when you're older. And like as you get older, yeah. Why is that? It's it's like anything. It's a you know skin regenerating, like all the things when you get older. Like Oof. stop, <laughs> stop doing you know growing the way that they used to, Yikes. regenerating the way that they used to. It's you know, it's. That's what it is. Uh, you know who else I noticed did it uh, when we were watching that OJ doc the other night? Uh, the, the if I did it thing. There yeah. Was, there was a picture where after Nicole Brown and yeah. OJ split up where she shaved, she cut off all her yeah. hair and did like a pixie thing. And I was like, that was she looked horrible. Yeah. That was definitely a fad for a second. Remember around that time where it's like Chris Jenner. You know, like that kind of like hair where it's like just well, it's, a real. It's this mom no fuss yes, haircut that's yes. going on that's like. Um, I like, like a lot of people do it, but like it, it, it never looks great. Chris Jenner kind of pulls it off cause she's, you know, a fucking mom and, and it is what like, right. 
you know, she I don't somehow pulls it off in a different way. And I think that's the problem too, with people shaving their head is there is a couple people that pull it off and you as a woman sometimes don't understand that you can't do you know what I mean? Like right. even a Bob, like there are some girls out there that can really make a Bob look cute and hot like, somehow. Like that girl on the bachelor, that, that girl from uh, the young one. Yes. Like ha- she's somehow made like this mom. If you put that exact wig Yes. On some anyone, anyone else, else yeah. you look like a mom. Yeah. You look like grow. You know, just well, she, like she has plain, a really cute plain. face, yes. and her personality matches that type of hair. Where you're yes. like, oh, yes. yeah, that's would a you fun, still want to run weird, your fiery, crazy girl? Would you still want to run your hair, your hand through some hair? Sure, yeah. But you know, she looks cute. Like it's not like oh, gross, right? Um, and that's what I think the problem is. And from being a hairstylist, I know when people bring in pictures of like Jennifer Aniston with a bob or like, you know, Charlize Theron, let's say, or something. And you're like, you aren't this person. No. So let's just, and you have to like cover up the face. It's like a trick. Oh, yeah, where you yeah, like yeah, put yeah, your hand yeah. over the face of whatever picture they brought in yeah. and be like, just look at this hair. Like, is this really what, you know what I mean? Just yeah. the hair alone. Absolutely. Not the person that you want to be. Um, so I think, uh, we get a little confused on yeah. what we can actually pull off. And I'll, and I'll say this cause I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm going all on on women. Guys do stupid shit like that too, where it's just like, like, like for me, for example, I cannot grow a beard. It is patchy. looks like shit. Um, I, I would look like a fucking homeless person, like who just couldn't shave and fucking couldn't get, get it together. Sure. You wouldn't know how old I was. Sure. Do you see sometimes like. Some lumberjack hot dudes that you're like, eh, that, that looks cool. I, I would love I, to pull that off. Yeah, sure. yeah, absolutely. Sure. But I know I can't do but that. But you know you can't. No, I can't do it. So I don't even fucking bother. So you don't. Um, and, and I also see, to that point, I see friends of mine with beards who were like, yeah, your beard looks like shit, bro. Like, you look like shit. You should probably get rid of that. Um, right. It's, that's not the look for you. Because, though, we do have friends that can really pull off a great yeah. beard. Yeah, well, and look, so everyone thinks that it's the same. Matt. Matt, Matt Best is a perfect example. One that's of my, a perfect well, beard. One of my best friends in the world pulls off a great beard. Oh, looks, looks great with groomed, a beard. Groomed. Not scraggly. No, looks great. Not um, gray. And then people, perfect. D- dudes look at him, other dudes, and say, fuck, man, I want to look like I want to sure. look like Matt Best. Yeah, guess what? You, you, you don't look like you're not as good looking as Matt Best. Yeah, again, so don't you have fucking to, do that. You have to cover up his muscles. You have to cover up his face and cheekbones. And you have to say, look at this. Yeah. Can you do just this part? Yeah, yeah. No, no, you can't. Can't do it. <laughs> so can't do it. Don't think that the beard is going to give you muscles. And that's the exact actually good point. And that's what women think is like, if I have this hair, then I'll have the cheekbones. I'll have the coloring. I'll have it'll be thick, too. That's the other thing is like a lot of people need extensions to even have like a norm, like a thick head of hair. Right. There's some people that are born with it. You. Yes. A I, I, have, like I have a women. Mane. I have a fucking mane. Um, but for the most part. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard. But it's it, hard, but it's it is all it uh, is it all it's all tied to an emotional thing, a big emotional change, which I've told you it's the only thing that women can do and men I guess too. It's a really immediate thing. What can you do right now? You can't lose a bunch of weight quickly. Right. You can't you can get plastic surgery, but you're going to need a little downtime yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. something that just right now in my mirror as I'm having this breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's like the bangs, the like psycho bangs. 
it's because you're just like, uh, I just want to like change something, right? Sure. And you cut these like weird, you know, mental ward bangs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kathy Griffin, boy. She did it. God, she looks terrible. Absolutely terrible. Because then now from, from going on, she's going to have to spike it up a little bit. Ugh, it's a long road. Like, long, long road. Do you remember road. that fad of like shaving the side? Oh, yeah. I've had to, I did it Shaving to one two, side, yeah. yeah. I did yeah. it to like two Women girls, used to do that, yeah. And I was just like, ah, oh, this is not. And then they eventually want to grow it out. And it's the worst thing that you can think of. Yeah. You get a little barrette. Yep. And you're like side, these like short side and everything else is long. It's like, what the fuck are There's you thinking? Nowhere else to go with that. Because to, to, to grow back one side one of side. your hair, you're going to have to shave the other side. That's the only way around it. Yeah. And just let that grow out too. I, I yeah. don't know. It's just, you're I mean, fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked in this world. Um, but that'll bring us to the revolutionary figure of the day. Shall we? We shall. The revolutionary figure of the day goes out to Jamie Lunar. You know who Jamie Lunar is? No. Oh, boy. She's, she was the vixen from Melrose Place. That's her uh, real name. That's her real fucking name. Looked her up. Um, and, uh, oh, God. To anybody who remembers that show or used to watch Melrose Place back in the day or has caught reruns or whatever, it was the, the sex pot character on Melrose Place where... She was always causing trouble. Things were always going down. And it was just, <laughs> that was the one you really pined after. Really? Oh, that was the best. Oh, she was the hottest on the show. That was the best one. That was the one who looked like that would be a blast. Like that would be the funnest one on the whole goddamn show. She's the one that got accused of this. Huh. Um, from this fucking dude. And uh, I mean, even her character name, uh, Lexi Sterling. I mean, come on. Oh, and you, if you look her up, like she's, she's one of those, she's worked, it was just a working actress her entire life. Like, I mean, she's still, she's fucking doing shit. Um, she's 46 now. Yeah. But, but then, but looks good. Looks great. Um, but back in the day when she was accused, she was accused in 1998. So fuck that was 18 no, no, we're looking at 1998, 20 years ago, so 46. So she was 26? This was Jamie Lunar in her prime? Oh, boy. What is, Buddy. What is, what is happening? Buddy. What the fuck is happening? God damn it, man. Um, just ruining it for everyone. Ruining it uh, all the way around. I mean, it is, it is unbelievably insane. Anybody who remembers the show like knows who this is. And it's like... That's the, that's the dream as a young man. That is the dream. Uh, yes, the, 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 the dude was 16 years old. I can tell you unequivocally, every 16-year-old male, um, you're, you're having sex with Jamie Lunar. Like, you're, sure. you're doing it. Sure. You're 16 years old. Are On her part, me? though, who was this guy? That, I don't know. That got, who was this 16-year-old that got Jamie Lunar I, I, at 26. Oh my God, I don't know. Dang, like how hot do you have to be? Fuck. 16 year olds right now, I, I've never, I haven't seen one. No, right? That I would even consider. I, guy or girl, really. Like, because you're just not there yet. It's different when you're that age growing up and you're hooking up with other 15 or 16 year olds that are your own age because that's all you know. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but it's rare that you look at somebody who either looks older or whatever 
Um, fucking ca- case in point was the the uh, the cash me outside girl. Right. Uh, she got pitched to be on Drinking Bros. Oh. Um, and it almost went down. Right. Like, I, but I didn't know how old she was. Yeah. N- none of us did. Um, because you look at her and you're like, ah, look, she could be. She could be 25. Sure. She could be fucking. I don't 16, 17. I, I don't know how old she is. Still don't know how old she is. Oh. We got a call at the last second because I don't know her name other than the cash me outside girl. Yeah. Um, we got a call at the last second who was just like, hey, guys, uh, this this girl's super young and she probably shouldn't be on the show. And we were like, oh, Jesus Christ. How how young is she? Like, but again, that's a rarity. You look at a picture of somebody, you have no fucking idea. Yeah. Um, but oh. uh, yeah, you found out how old she is or you want to know? No, tell me. 14 shut the fuck up she looks like she's 20 something oh years my old god so i mean I when, retract, when did she go on dr phil then i retract my statement my god she must have been like 12 right it's that was, been a couple years it's been a couple right? years since a that, year right? at least yeah yeah holy yeah so the last minute we got a call saying hey guys this is probably a no go, and I was like, all right, I, not yeah. that I not that I gave a shit, anyways. But um, and it I was like, it could have been interesting. When they boy. said when they said she was young, I was like, four, she's fourteen years old. Fourteen right now. Why is she doing rap videos and shit? Like, because I, I just saw her in a rap video. Um, because you can make money off of it. What are you kidding me? But but you're, but you're in a rap video at fourteen years old. What? Who's benefiting from that? I guess. Oh, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't, it has to be someone know. else because no one would be like, yeah, let's put her in unless it's like they know they can sell. But it's like her following, I guess, is huge. And oh, God. Ugh. Yeah. So the, and by the way, it's back to this Jamie Lunar thing. Um, she she was accused of of uh, giving a blowjob is what it was to the 16 year old. So she didn't fuck him. Um she was giving this guy a blowjob, and it's like again, pull, mm. pull up photos of Jamie Lunar at at twenty six years old. She it, it says here in this statement she would have been twenty six at the time. Pull up photos of Jamie Lunar at twenty six years old. Um, you're fucking joking yourself. I, I, I again, if you're gonna if you're gonna fucking yell out to the world that something happened, this is something you yell out with pride. Pride that Jamie Lunar was just like, oh, hey, cool. I just bagged the hottest girl on Melrose Place during her prime on Melrose Place. Wait, what? That's a fucking dream that never happens. Yeah. Um, so, Jamie Lunar, bless your heart. I don't know what you were going through or what was going on in your life at the time, but uh, man, uh, and who, whoever that asshole was, again, quit fucking ruining it for the rest of the male species. Jesus Christ. There is people that dudes growing up that want to be actual men not fucking whiny babies not little fucking pussies running around in this world um let 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 fucking others have fun take it to the grave is what i'm saying uh for ross patterson and jesse wiseman we're out of here kids we're out of here it was was a it was a ranty angry show but it needed to be done needed to be done jabes oh yeah uh appreciate everybody listening Uh, We love you. Good night, everyone. Good night.